Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we have Jesus before Pilate, continuing in this uh, this kind of the final events leading up to Jesus and his crucifixion. Now, today we see Jesus actually talking about his identity, but it's not the kind of identity that, that his disciples were hoping that Jesus would claim. Rather, it's his identity as the king that is not of this world. Now, let me show you what I mean. Let's jump into our text, John chapter 18, verses 36 and 37 today. Here's what we have. It says, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from this world. Then Pilate said to him, so you are a king. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Now let's back up a little bit. We already saw last week Jesus talking about how his kingdom is not of this world. He is not this, he, his eyes, when he is when he has come into the world in his first nativity, in his incarnation, he was not coming to establish this this uh, this earthly kingdom where he was going to be placed on a throne and the, the nations would worship him then and there in that moment. He came for a completely different purpose. He came to save the world. He says, my kingdom is not of this world. Listen, I am a king, but my kingdom is not of this world. That's what he's saying. He says, if I were my servants, they would come and they would have been fighting this, this would have been a very quick match if Jesus were to have brought the legions of angels that are at his command. In fact, we see when he returns in his second coming, when he comes to establish the, the total Christ-centered world-structured order where he is King of kings and Lord of lords over the governing affairs of the world, he conquers with the word of his mouth. It's no contest. So they would have been fighting, but but that I might so that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom, it is not of this world. Now Pilate here, he seems to be perplexed, and he says, uh, "So you are a king." And Jesus says, "Well, you say that I am a king, but it's for this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world." What is the purpose of Jesus's coming? Is it to establish a kingdom? No, that, that's not the point here. Now, ultimately, his kingdom is established. He says. It's to bear witness to the truth. What is the truth? The truth in John's gospel over and over and over again is what? That Jesus is the eternal divine son of God. That he is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is his purpose when he came. He says, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Now, everyone who believes, they're, they're actually part of my kingdom. Everyone who listens to this truth, the truth of my identity, they are, they're, they're my kingdom. They know this truth. Now, again, this reminds us that, that we should have um, this kind of perspective as we live as believers in this world. The Bible talks about it as, as, excuse me, as foreigners and sojourners and exiles, this does not mean that we should not engage in politics. This does not mean that we should not pray for Christian laws and Christian governance. Listen, I'm all for that, but, but we should do it recognizing that there is a greater and grander kingdom that we are a part of. 
that there is an eternal kingdom that has our ultimate allegiance, that there is a hope bigger than this world that we cling to, especially in those moments when this world is when this world is totally evil, when this world rejects God, denies God, when this world is antagonistic and aggressive toward us. We remember in those moments, even though we strive for godliness and we strive for good ruling and we strive for the kind of government that would honor and glorify God, even though we strive to that end, in those moments when that is not what we experience, where is our hope? Is our hope in what we can accomplish here on earth? Or is our hope in the eternal kingdom and the eternal king of kings and lord of lords? See, the ancient way for our modern day. Here's what I hope that you will consider as we listen to this. I hope you will consider living your life fully for every good thing that God has called us to as Christians here on earth. But I hope that you will do that with a hope that is bigger than this world with a hope that extends beyond the number of breaths that you will breathe here on earth, that ex extends beyond the structure of governing authorities, that extends into the cosmos knowing where Jesus, he, he reigns supreme. And it's a hope that remembers that he is coming back. And when he comes back, he will in fact rule and reign, that he will judge and reward as the King of kings and Lord of lords. And Jesus' kingdom is not of this world. It will be, but it's not yet. And so let's strive to, to trust him in the hard times. And let's strive to honor him in everything we do. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.